All right, guys, welcome to the MMA OB Daily Podcast, Monday, June 19th, 2023. Uh, here with Big Marcel, we're going to preview UFC Jacksonville, Emmett versus Topuria. Apologies for the technical difficulties, guys. I, I hope this works, Marcel. I really hope this works. This should work. You should be able to do the podcast right now. And yeah. So far, it works, so let's pray. <laughs> let's, let's freaking pray. I got my phone connected, guys, so this should work. Uh, we got sign collectibles in the chat. And again, I apologize to that, guys. I had no idea that people were even in the chat. I couldn't even see the chat. So, like, it was royally fucked. But uh, we're back, and let's hope that there's no more tactical difficulties, guys. Let's really <laughs> um, Anyways, Marcel, how you doing, man? You ready to break down this card? I know you like this one. So give me your thoughts overall. I always ask you heading into this one. It looks like a good fight night card, right? Yeah, man. They're always stacking those ABC cards. I feel like, you know, it's a fun fight night card. I'm looking forward to it, you know, and... Uh, yeah, should be good. You know, it should be good. Uh, some some good fights also on the prelims, even fights on the prelims that I think should be on the main card. But uh, yeah, fun fights. I'm gonna take some comments really quick, and we'll break. We'll get into the breakdowns, guys. We've got Knox. We got Crazy Pato. All the regulars here. It looks a lot better. I look a lot better. I'll, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I'm just joking. Uh, what's up, John? How's it going? Yeah, I'm glad. Switched to my phone. I guess my internet was just down, or like someone had te- someone apparently messaged Marcel and said someone in the house is watching porn and. <laughs> taking up all the the uh the what's it called bandwidth so possibly i mean i, I don't know what's going on here but yeah <laughs> it's all eight out of ten yeah i agree with that eight 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 and a half something like that i think it's a good card glad to hear it, joe yeah obreen looked really skinny i mean clearly he's not on the horse beat anymore so yeah <laughs> glad to have you here hype uh patrick what's up man just wanted to always acknowledge you guys antoine happy late father's day i mean i appreciate that man thanks a lot patrick kind of you man appreciate it buddy did you guys hear about Edward and Vesnikov? Yeah, it's on Contender Series. Um, I believe, right? If I'm not mistaken, is it? Mark? No, no, no. Oh, that's that... that's the Edward Fratani oh, against Arthur Resnikov. No, my bad. I'm, I'm thinking about that guy that got the the new Joshua Van fight. What's his name? He starts with an R two, doesn't it? Oh, uh, that's uh, Rickson Zenadim. Yeah, yeah. My apologies, guys. I got it mixed up. But uh, anyways, best uh, ABC card up. Uh, maybe. I mean, they've been pretty good. I think, man. The one in Charlotte was really good. So. We'll see. We'll see. Marcel, you don't have kids. No, Marcel is, uh, he doesn't have kids. Um, I'm still, just, my, still a kid myself, pretty much. Yeah, no, he's, no, like, he's a baby. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a 33-year-old kid, you know, but uh, no, I don't have kids. <laughs> Veterian should have been UFC years ago. Is that? Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, Edward Fratanian, yeah, it's good. My apologies. So that, that's, uh, that's interesting. Happy Father's Day for being the father of fight announcements. There you go, Marcel. There you go. I like that. Yeah, the card starts at 12, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern, guys, so just note that. All right, let's get into it. Again, Marcel says there's a different boat order that's going to come out. UFC Stats has the old one, but uh, the real first fight of the night, apparently, Marcel, is Cody Brunage against Cedric Dumas, right? I believe that's what you said. So I'm mm-hmm. going to pull up the odds for this fight right now. This fight was short notice, guys. Dumas uh, had another opponent, and Brunage took the fight on, like, super short notice. Despite that, Brunage's favorite here, minus 205, Cedric Dumas, plus 175. So... Coming in on super short notice. Actually, man, I'll be honest. He, he's a bigger middleweight, so I thought they might have did a catchweight here or a middle or a light heavyweight fight potentially. But I don't know. Like, was he cutting weight already? I don't know what's going on here. But this is going to be a big weight cut for this guy, and he's still favored by quite a bit. So, what do you think about these odds? What do you think about this fight, man? It's it's, it's a fun fight, you know. Um, I, I feel like um, Cedric is Dumas. He's from Florida, right? So you'll probably have to crowd with him. Um, yeah, the odds, I can't agree with them. You know, if you look at Cedricus Dumas' fight in the UFC against Josh Fremd, I think it was really underwhelming. I expected more from him. I think you did as well. Um, he got a good win against Matej Penash in the, in the Dino White Contender Series, but that Penash guy, he's, he's a kickboxer pretty much, you know. Um, I honestly think Dumas has a chance if he knocks out Cody early, but... If the fight hits the ground, I think Cody submits him. You know, that's pretty much how I see it going. And I think Cody gets it to the ground. So I'll, I'll favor in Cody here. I would say a submission in the first or second round for Cody. But he has to ta- he has to watch out for the power of Dumas. You know, if Dumas hits him and he can tag him, he can also knock him out. But I, I take Cody here uh, via submission. Uh, this fight doesn't go three rounds, I think. Yeah, I don't see it going three rounds either. Um, the fight was a pick, some saying the pick of odds yesterday. That's what I saw, but now it's nice 205. There's some other fights with some crazy line movement that we'll get to in a second here. But uh, 
So you picked Cody, right? You said? Um, yeah, yeah, submission. Yeah. Early. I'm picking him two by submission as well because we saw that weakness in Dumas's last fight. But like, there's no way fucking hell I would lay minus 205 on Cody Bones. There's no way. I can't. I'm picking him to win because we've seen him get wins in the UFC. He's got some power. He's got the submissions. He's supposed to be a good grappler. But man, this guy is really chinny. He's um, not great, you know, on the ground himself when he gets taken down. He's supposed to be a really good wrestler, but can get taken down and controlled. Um, yeah, man, I'm not really impressed by either guy, I'll be honest. Uh, I could, At first, this fight was on the main card. I was like, why is this third on the card? It doesn't make sense. I guess because they think there's going to be a finish, but then they moved it to the first fight, which I think is where it should be. Um, Brondage loses, he's probably going to get cut. So it's a big, he needs a win. Dumas, I don't know, man. I mean, not sure what to think about this guy, man. I think he's probably better than what we saw in the debut. He could pull it off. I think he's definitely a live dog, especially with these odds. Kind of crazy odds. I think it's more of like a Brundage, like minus 130, minus 140. That's where I'd favor him. So I don't see value on him here. I'll still pick him, though. And you're right. I don't see the fight going the distance. But I'll take Brundage by submission as well. But uh, yeah, I'm not laying minus 205 and Cody Brundage, guys. No way. All right, well, the next fight here, we got uh, Tatsuro Tyra versus Clayton Rodriguez at flyweight. I, I think this is a great fight. I, I feel like this fight should be on the main card. You know, this would be a real showcase for these two guys who are two of the, the better prospects, you know, especially, obviously, Tyra here, Marcel, coming in as a minus 275 favorite over Clayton Rodriguez, plus 230. Uh, I'll start on this one. You know, I really like the fight. Clayton's a really good prospect, too. Um had a great win over Shane Ross in his last fight. And and then, obviously, the Cedric Vergara fight, he lost the decision, but it was very competitive. He could have easily won that fight in the scorecards. Um, he had, a, like, a calf slicer in that fight. He's, he's dangerous everywhere. He's a good fighter, man. Um, but, you know, Tyra is, like, next-level prospect, right? Tyra is looked amazing in the UFC. He's undefeated, 13-0, 3-0 in the UFC, two submission wins his last two fights. Great grappler. He's got some power on the feet as well. He can wrestle you, can submit you. He's just really really good um and how can you not pick him here he, he should win this fight I, I do like rodriguez i'm a little surprised that they would make this fight to be honest because i think they're both prospects on the rise but tyber should win he should be able to take this guy down i don't know if he'll submit him it's possible if not he'll win the decision i would say like decision or submission are the most likely outcomes here uh, but i i really like tyber here i think he's he's a guy that i i absolutely think wins this fight marcel so i think he takes him down beats him with the wrestling what do you think man yeah, I feel the same way, man. I think the first uh, thought I had was like, why the hell is this fight so low? Then it was actually supposed to be the first fight of the night, you know, and for the Japanese viewer, it's the most convenient to have Tyra at that that moment of time because then it's just past midnight, you know, if it's later on the card, it's very late. But now they have another first fight, so it's really weird to me. Um, yeah, I like Tyra a lot. I think we both do. Um, also like Tyra actually didn't have any problem with listen mma map doesn't work but both have fought for gara tyra didn't have any problems with him um and clayson rodriguez I, st I honestly picked clayson to win that fight and i thought he won the fight but for gara got it so yeah um i like clayson a lot but man tyra's special kind of fighter in my opinion you know i really like to do what i saw so far he's really slick um wasn't that early in the guillotine choke remember against um What's his name? Aguilar, you know, came out of it and does submit yep. himself. Um, really good fighter. I also think he gets a finish here. Um, I would say a little bit later than we think. Maybe third round submission. Yeah. That's possible. I, like I said, I think it's going to be decision or submission. They're both likely. I think he wins. I'm looking yeah. at the comments. Most people think he wins too. Um, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. Um, we got. Oh, this one's an interesting fight. Actually, interesting fight. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one, man. We got Jamal Emmer taking on Jack Jenkins at Featherweight. And the odds for this fight have, uh, let's see here right now. Jenkins, or uh, Emmer's, excuse me, minus 190 favorite. Jack Jenkins, plus 160 uh, underdog here. Um, I was going to say, I saw, I was watching James's podcast earlier. Tapology had the odds wrong for this fight because, he, you know, they had it switched. It wasn't his fault. They had it switched. Um, one sec. I just want to see if they fixed the odds here, Marcel. Uh, no, your the odds on topology are wrong, Marcel. You should fix them. Um, What's they're this? switched around, they're switched. Jenkins and Emmers, the odds are wrong, they should be switched around. Uh, Emmers is the favorite, and just getting into it my, here, I, I favor him too. I, I think he should be favored here, right? Like, he should be. And the reason why is he has 100% takedown defense, and that's through like four or five fights. Uh, there they've been recorded, and I know he hasn't fought like you know pure grapplers, but he didn't fight Pat Sabatini. Um, the guy's last fight, he had that crazy record. 
whether it's dismantled him. He's an underrated fighter, man. He's got that win over Corey Sanhagen. Tons of experience, 25 fights. Jack Jenkins, you know, he's, he's a pretty good fighter. Obviously, the low, known for the low kicks. Uh, he had a great performance at Contender. I wasn't super, super impressed by the fight with Don Chaines. It was it was a pretty good performance, but I also think he showed some flaws in that fight as well. And that guy's not in the UFC anymore. So, Jenkins got a chance here, there's no doubt, but I think Ember should be favored. Um, I don't love minus 175 on him. Um, or minus 190, excuse me, that's what it is right now, but... Uh, I, I favor him to win. I think he wins the decision. What do you think, man? I switched it, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, I I, I kind of think that a lot of people, myself included, we underestimated Amherst, you know. And, uh, man, I remember he had that close fight with Gigachi Katsu, remember? And, yep. uh, you know, yep. uh, last time, Ashkabov, Ashkabov had nothing for it, you know. Extremely padded record. Um Jack Jenkins, he had a fun fight against Don Shaneness. Um, but I'm not really high. I don't really rank Don Shaneness very high. I think he's cut now from the UFC as well. Um, I feel like Amherst going to win this, man. When I saw this fight, I was like, Jack Jenkins is a fun fighter. But, man, I got to go with Amherst, you know. Amherst is kind of an underrated guy. He's, I got to be honest, man. He's not, sometimes he's a little bit inconsistent, you know. That's why he's uh, he gets underrated a lot. But he's solid, you know. I'm picking him. I think he wins a decision. Yeah, I think so too. We have the same we have the same <clears> pick here. Um, he so uh, Antoine likes him. Yeah, he's a little bit older. He's 34, I want to say 33. But uh, 33. He's turning 34 next month. But yeah, he's he's still like a good underrated fighter. Sorry, you're gonna you're gonna say something, right? What's up? No, 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 no. Pato, I mean, Jake has got good kicks, but. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't think it's a safe pick at all. I mean, he could win. He definitely has a chance as an underdog. He's a, he's a live dog. That's why I don't know if I can bet Amherst, but I favor him to win. I think the odds are right. I'm glad you switched that, by the way. What, what happened there? Do you know what happened? Like, you just I have no idea, dude. Thing was just the wrong spot, eh? Like the yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have <sighs> we have Julian. Oh no, excuse me. Uh, we got Trevor Peak shaking on Chepe. Mariscal, who's making his UFC debut here on short notice, filling in for Victor Martinez, who I absolutely think would have been brutally knocked out by Trevor Peak. <laughs> that was a clear setup fight. This one's interesting, guys. So I'm looking at the odds right now. Yesterday, um, they came out yesterday, I believe, or two days ago. It was like minus 200 Trevor Peak. Now it's a pick em. It's minus 110 each, so that's really intriguing to me. Um, is it because Sharp? Because I've seen some breakdown videos with some other guys that you know did their show already, and it seemed like if some of the sharps were on uh, Mare's call here, you know, as an underdog, now the lines I pick them, or is there some sort of injury or something? Like, what's going on with this line? It's a little weird. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it's because sharps are hitting the line, and that's what that's why it's a pick them now. But uh, I'll be honest, man. So, Mare's call is a guy that I've heard about for a while. Obviously, he's been in LFA, Marcel. Uh, I'll start on this one, Marcel, obviously. Yeah, um, go ahead. I've heard, heard about him for a long time. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, his girlfriend was on the Ultimate Fighter, right? Um, Claire, Claire Guthrie? Yes, that's the one. Okay, so I remember seeing him on the show as well, and she's like, oh, he's a pro fighter. Um, obviously, LFA, he's fought some really good fighters throughout his career. I mean, he's got, you know, but a lot of losses to good fighters. He does have some good wins, like Sabatini. It's a lot of pretty good win. He's looked good lately too, man. He's won three straight fights, right? He's looked really good getting the knockouts. But, you know, he's a guy who's been knocked out three times himself. Coming here at super short notice, uh, I... I mean, I pick him price. Trevor Peak, he's never lost before, right? All his wins are by knockout. We know he's a fucking dog. He's going to fight for your money. We've seen him get hurt against Malik Lewis and then against Eric Gonzalez out-wrestled, but still managed to get up and both times persevere and knock them out brutally. Um, I just find it hard to bet against him. That's the thing here. Like, I think he's pretty good. I don't think he's amazing because he's not technical at all, but he's got just sheer power and heart, and that can, that can win you fights. But again, you know, the line's really crazy here because it's a pick now. I guess people think Mariscal is going to be able to survive the onslaught and, you know, get to the second round or third round and, and probably finish peak. I don't see the fight going three rounds. Peak, the way he fights, there's no way. Um, having said that, Marceau, I mean, I still favor Trevor Peak, though. You know, despite all the line movement, despite, you know, Mariscal being probably you know, the better overall fighter, it's possible you could say that. But again, I just think the durability is not great. He's been knocked out three times. He's fighting a guy with crazy power who will move forward, who will throw punches with reckless abandon, who will go for that win. And I have to go with Trevor Peak here at minus 110. That's my pick here, man. What do you think? 
thing is a difficult one. Um, I think Maurice Gall is a lot better than a lot of people think he is. Yep. Um, but it's super short notice, man. And uh, I, I think Peak probably lands a knockout blow somewhere in the first or second round, and he uh, might put him away. But, uh, man, in the, Maurice Gall in the full training camp against Peak might be a different story. I agree. I mean? Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was training for a fight last month, but the fight got canceled. Like, I'm assuming he's in good shape, but again, you know, super short notice. Like, for a guy that UFC was, they were trying to get peak that win, by the way, for sure, mm-hmm. against Victor Martinez. They would have caught him, I think, that guy, uh, had he lost. And, you know, I, I feel like this is a harder fight, to be honest with you, but I still think, I still favor him, right? But again, mm-hmm. the line movement's really <laughs> crazy here, guys. The line movement is really, really crazy. So. Be be uh, be a little cautious because that line movement does. There's a few fights on this card with crazy line movement. We'll talk about them later, but this one peak went for my sooner pick them. I think it's because sharks are hitting it. But if there's an injury or something, maybe someone knows about it. I don't know. Anyways, something to keep in mind. Five of um Arsenal's six losses guys have been UFC. Yeah, I mean he's, he's like a guy that's been around for a long time, right? But uh, finally gets his shot. He's got powers that dog in him. I agree, completely agree. He's he's not the most technical guy. We saw those like. It was like hammer fist. Remember, like he's just beating the guy, uh, Eric Gonzalez. I get it. He's got flaws, guys. Like Malik Lewis again was winning that fight, and then he came back and won. And then Eric Gonzalez took him down. But he's got that dog in him. He will fight for your dollar, just like this guy says. He'll fight for your dollar. He'll fight for your dollar because he wants the money too. So gotta pick him here. Have to. Would you guys take a three days short notice fight? The UFC called you up, or do a full camp for contender? I'd rather do the UFC probably because. You could lose either fight, but at least you're in the UFC, you know? Yeah, in the UFC, if it's short notice, you got like 12 or 14K, and the contender, you got 5K. Five, so. five and five, yeah, it's garbage. So, I mean, for contender, it's not bad, but it's still not good overall. All right, go to the uh, the next fight here. We got Jagazu uh, Magulov taking on Joshua Van, another guy who's stepping in here in short notice, Marcel. Um, obviously, Jagas was supposed to fight last week against uh, Felipe Bunes, who tested positive for something. Um, he says he's, I don't know, apparently he's got some excuse as to why he tested positive, but yeah, I mean, that's that's not great. Oh, Tapology needs to update the photo, it says Marcel, with the new haircut, so there you go, if you can change that picture. Anyways, the odds for this one have Jalgis at minus 180, Van at plus 155. I'll start again, just because like, I, I just taped Van yesterday. I mean, he's, he's definitely an intriguing prospect, man. He's only 21. Changed out that four-ounce fight club, a lot of really good fighters there. Um, only 21, remember that, so he can make massive improvements. You know, he's been pro for two years, actually less than two years. The guy's already in the UFC, and he turned pro in October 2021, so really good prospect. Um, he was actually supposed to fight on contender, and they signed to the UFC uh, to, to fill on short notice. But yeah, you know, good striking, a lot of power. The ground game, though, I mean, that one fight he lost, and it's on, I think it was on YouTube or, or, or Fight Pass, can't remember, against this Jackson guy in Fury FC. Yeah, you got to wrestle badly, right? So I think that's what Jogas will do here. He's just going to try to wrestle him. The thing about Jogas is I don't think he's amazing. I mean, his record shows that, 1-5 in the UFC. But we know those fights are really you know competitive fights. They likely should have had at least two wins, if not three of those decisions going his way. does worry the judges don't like his style for whatever reason, but should have won those fights. And tons of experience against high-level guys. Tons of experience going the distance as well. And he's a guy that is pretty fucking hard to finish. I know Cop obviously knocked him out. Um, and he got knocked out earlier in his career, but that's it, really. So he's got a pretty good chin, um, and I think he's probably the better grappler here. Obviously, I think he's got the more experience. I talked about, the, I think the cardio will be in his favor, too. Van's going to have to put him out early, probably, I think. Um, Van's a good prospect. It's possible he could pull it off, but I, I favor Jalgas to get the win as the pick, anyways. Jalgas by decision, that's my pick. What do you think? Me as well, pretty much, you know. Um, I feel like Josh Van is a, is a pretty good prospect, you know. He was supposed to be in Contender Series. Um, yeah, man, I, I, f- I feel the same way as you, you know. I, I think, like, Zalgas uh, has fought uh, good uh, good uh, opposition, you know. And uh, he, he's been, uh, how do you say that? He, he got screwed in some of his fights, you know, and that's why he has yeah, such a bad record. <laughs> Yeah, that's why he's got such a bad record in the UFC. But uh, I think he's solid, man. And, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like he, he's he's going to win here, man. I, I think, I, I think uh, how is, Josh, Josh Van is, like I said, a good prospect. I'm, I'm not going to pick against Algas here, man. I, I feel like he's probably going to win a decision this time, you know, if he doesn't get screwed. <laughs> but, uh, watch, him, watch him lose a split. Oh, man. Oh, Actually, man, it'd be interesting would... to see the, the odds on, on, on Van by split. It'd be interesting just to see them. 
Maybe it's like plus right. two thousand, and maybe it's worth them five bucks on your side. I don't know. Imagine, imagine it happens yeah. again. It's possible. It's crazy. He should man, win this fight. Again. He, he should definitely uh, win this fight, man. He should definitely. This is. I agree with Glenn though. He has been cutting a lot of weight lately. This is his third weight cut, you know, and the car got switched a week. I hope. I hope he's okay. I mean, I don't think he's one of the bigger flyweights, anyways. But uh, that is something to worry to worry about. If he gets screwed, does he get cut? I mean, I hope not, but I would imagine if he loses and goes to one and six, even if it's a bad decision, he'd probably get cut. Because then it'd just be like, okay, dude, like you have to finish your fight. You can't just go to the decision and take a gamble. But yeah, and he got screwed a couple of times. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. Uh, you know, one of our favorites here in the podcast, Tabitha. Adam, you, you, have a you should uh, you should check uh, topology his uh, his uh, profile from Zorro. You change you change August. You change the picture. Yeah, you should check. Let's take a look. Oh, it changed it. He changed it. That's awesome. <laughs> What uh, what do you guys use for the pictures there? Like whatever, or like you have a yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair enough. If you guys take a look at Topology, the picture's been changed. Uh, someone requested Marcel. Obviously, works for them, so nice job, man. Because that's what the picture should be. Because that's what it looks like now. All right, let's get to the next fight here. Like I said, we've got Tabitha Ricci against Julian Robertson. Women's strawweight bout. Marcel, one of our one of our favorites, I think. Tabitha Ricci, man, just you know, one, one of our favorites on the podcast against the you know really good fighter Julian Robertson, one of the best submission artists. In the women's uh, MMA history in the UFC, I mean, the amount of submission when she has is insane. Odds for this fight: Tabitha Ricci minus one thirty, Julian Robertson plus one ten. Marcel Mako against her girl Tabitha. I can't, I can't, I can't go against her, man. No, I just I like the fight for her because here's the thing: like, I get it, Robertson, you know, at, at straw weight, big, strong. I get it, but Tabitha Ricci also obviously high level on the ground. Like, I don't see her getting submitted in this fight. So, what Julian Robertson can out wrestle her? I maybe because she's the bigger fighter but i don't know like tabitha is really strong physically she's out wrestled her opponent she's looked outstanding in the ufc other than the road fight which up a weight class at 125 it's a huge fighter there um with big power this is a completely different fight you have two grapplers against each other i get it robertson very good in the ground we saw the last fight very impressive man um but you know she's been out wrestled herself she's she's been finished before um and i looked at her record and you know in fights that end inside the distance, yeah, if it heavily favors Robertson, but the fights that go the distance, she typically loses. Um, she's two and five all time in fights that go the distance, and that's why I project this fight going. I think it goes over the rounds first off. You know, uh, a lot of Robertson's fights end early. I don't think this fight ends inside the distance. So I think it goes the distance. I think they're going to cancel each other out. Tabitha's going to be the bigger, not the bigger fighter, but the stronger overall uh, fighter in top position. Um, get more takedowns. And grind out a decision. I don't, I don't think it's going to be the most exciting fight, that, uh, even though you know it could be because their jiu-jitsu is both good. But I feel it's going to be kind of like a grapple fest, and Tabitha wins the decision here. So I, I, I like her here, man. At minus one thirty, I think she wins the fight. What do you think? I'm with you. Uh, I think uh, Tabitha is uh, Tabitha is really good. You know, you only saw her not good against Mano Fioro, and that was a short notice fight and at the, the, the weight class up. You know. Overall, she's been looking really good in the UFC. She's ranked as well right now. You know, Jillian is not. Although Jillian just came into the division, right? She won against Piero Rodriguez, which was, which was a, a submission win, which was kind of controversial, I remember, but but yeah. still a win. Um, yeah, fun fun matchup, man. I, I'm thinking Richie here as well. I wouldn't be even surprised if she gets a, or if she gets a gets a submission win, man, even against Jillian. But man, I'm I'm going with safe one. I'm picking a decision here for Tabata Richie. Yeah, that's what I think happens too. Just some comments here. You guys think Jillian will break in the top 10, 5 rank? I only know if she's in the top 15 right now. She probably should be, but she's new divisions, right? Um, yeah. yeah, she's a great submission artist, there's no doubt. I I just think is going to be able to support the submission attempts. And she's not much better than Pierre Rodriguez. I see Tavitha training on daily basis here at Paragon and Ventura. She's not losing this fight. I agree, man. I think Victor, you're right. I think she wins. So we got a few, a few people in the chat like Jillian. I mean, it's possible, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I like uh, Tabitha here. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got a really interesting fight in the UFC lightweight division as Mataj Rebeski takes on Loic Rajabov. And I did, uh, I listened to, uh, you know, in UFC uh, media, so you can hear like the pronunciations. Now I have access to it, right? So listen to this guy's pronunciation. It's Loic Rajabov, even though it's Rajabov, it's Rajabov. So got that one, Marcel, out of the way. And then Mataj Rebeski. Um, great fight, though, I think. This, this is going to be a really good fight. I was super impressed by Loic's uh, UFC debut. Mm-hmm. The odds for this fight are... Where is it? Okay, minus 150 on the Polish fighter, Rebeski, and then 
plus 130 on Loic. I'll let you start this one off, Marcel. I, I think it's going to be a great fight. What do you think? Um, it's definitely a very competitive fight. You know, if it's going to be a great fight, I'm not sure, but it's very competitive. Um, yeah, Rabetsky, got to be honest, man. He is two, he's now 1-0 in the UFC. He came from the Contender Series, but I wasn't impressed, dude, against Nick Fiore. He got the win there. Uh, he didn't get in any trouble, but I wasn't impressed. Um, Loic Radzabov, I was actually impressed with Loic's fight. You know, he looked really good against Esteban Rybovic. But he also almost got finished in that fight at the same time as well, later in the third round, you know. So, uh, it's difficult, man. Do I go for Loic or do I go for Mateus? I think it's super close. I see another split, I see a split decision here somehow. Uh, if I look at the third round last time, I got in favor of Rebecca, man. I don't know. But, but at the same time, I think Ratzabov is a more talented fighter, man. Um, Ratzabov wins the first two rounds. I'd say Rebecca with the third, going with Ratzabov. There you Super go. Super close. Yeah, it's competitive, and the odds are, are showing that. Um, I really like this fight, though, because, like, again, I, Ratzabov's debut was... That fight should have won fight of the night with, with, with yeah. Dana White wasn't there. He, he yeah, of course he wasn't. It's not fair, you know? Like, it really isn't. Like, guys put a great fight on, but the president's late to the event, so he doesn't include in his, his picks. Anyways, yeah, you know what? Rebeski, Marcel, it wasn't the most impressive debut, right? It really wasn't. Um, I don't think. Uh, I thought he looked great in contender. He's looked great, obviously, coming over from Europe. All those fights were impressive. Competition wasn't great, but uh, still, you know, there's the talent's here. The talent is here. This guy is super dangerous. But Loic, obviously, you know, Killcliffe, you know I love that gym too, guys. Really good grappler. A lot of experience against really good competition. He's fought the much better competition, in my opinion, as well. Ooh, this is a tough one, isn't it, Marcel? It's a tough yeah, one. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a tricky one. It's a fucking tricky one. Ah! It's tricky. Um... It's just that Rebeski's won like what 15 straight fights, like that, or uh, what 14 straight. That is so much momentum. It, it really is. And I like betting on momentum in May or picking it, I should say. This case, I don't think I can bet it because honestly, I like Radzbov. I think he's a good fighter. And I really respected that debut, man. It was an awesome fight. And I think he took it on short notice, too. Um, yeah, even though it was obviously a big favorite, but, but still, it was impressive. Um, the experience like there's a lot going for him so i actually don't blame marcel i think there's a good chance he pulls off the decision here um but at the same time it's hard to pick against this huge win streak so i'll go with Berbeski. i think it's gonna be a, a competitive fight i'll go with him by decision but uh it's gonna be a fight I just watch and enjoy let's get some comments here uh yeah i agree it's a good fight sleeper fight yep i agree yeah they do put the push a crazy pace um because likes Loic. I feel like Loic is a higher ceiling, but Rebeski is a bad style. Could be. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> All right. We got uh, another prelim fight here, Marcel. This one is in the welterweight division as Wellington Terman drops down in weight class, Marcel, to take on Randy Brown. And the odds for this one have Wellington – or uh, Randy Brown, excuse me, minus 245 favorite and the Wellington plus 205 underdog. But what do you think, man? Because when I initially looked at the fight, I'm like, oh, Brown wins easily. And then I just include in that, oh, yeah, this is at a different weight class. This guy's dropping down in weight. And, you know, Randy's been taking down submitted before. And this guy's a really good wrestler. Um, the bad chin, that's the problem, right? And he's dropping down in weight. So I don't know. Like, how do you see the fight playing out? I think it's an interesting fight, to be honest. Um, I saw Thurman. Um... I checked Sean Strickland's clip where he was like uh, with Alex Pereira, you know, and Thurman is there as well. And I barely recognize him. <laughs> wow. He looks, so, he looks pretty skinny there. Um, yeah. You know, Thurman is too much of a liability to me, you know. He's like, uh, uh, he's not consistent, you know what I mean? He's not bad, but he's not consistent. Uh, Randy Brown, same, but Randy Brown pretty much only loses to the guys I expect him to lose against, you know what I mean? Um, and I honestly don't expect Randy Brown to lose against Thurman here. I think Randy Brown is pretty good. Uh, he's a very, he's a long welterweight. Um, I, th I pick Randy Brown any day in this fight, dude. He wins this fight, decision. I, I don't think he gets a finish, but I, he, I pick him any day in this fight. I'm picking him too, but like, I just, I have a little bit of worry here for some reason, guys. Like something is telling me like that this guy could take him down. Um, I just looked at his Instagram, by the way. I mean, he he's in great shape, man. He is skinny and he's bald now, but like, you know, man, he's trained with those guys, like uh, Glover's camp. Um, 
You know, and you look at his career, Marcel, it's, he's fought some pretty good competition, right? I still don't like the chin, though. It still bothers me because some of those knockouts, it's, like, kind of surprising the way they happened. And then Brown's such a good striker. And, you know, again, my initial instinct's Brown, right? But I don't know if I want to lay the minus 250 on him this week. I don't know if I want to. I like Brown when he's, like, a pick and price. Like, when he fought, like, Chaos Williams, he was, like, you know, pick and price. I love that. You know, that's a great spot for a guy like Brown. That's such a big favor here. I, he, again, he should win the fight. He's the far superior striker, in my opinion, and he fights long, right? But again, the grappling worries me, Marcel, because he's been got submitted his last fight, been submitted a few times, got taken down a bunch. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm going to pass on the bet, but I'll pick Randy Brown by decision. Actually, uh, I think he could knock him out, actually. I'll take him by knockout. Knockout decision. I think the reach might be problematic. Yeah, I agree. Randy's a good fighter. He's an underrated guy. Uh, top of Chris Dawkins slimmed down ridiculously. I think you can make middleweight. I mean, that's interesting. Like, good for him to lose all that weight, man, because he had some success and he was kind of, you know, he got that the fat around his stomach and he was still like knocking guys out at heavyweight, which was uh, which was the heavyweight divisions like at the bottom level, but still he uh, had some nice wins. All right, next fight here, guys. This is the final prelim. Neil Magny taking on Phil Rowe. I really feel like this fight should have been on the main card. Neil Magny on the prelims, he's he's a veteran, he, he deserved that. that uh, you know, in my opinion, main card treatment against uh, Phil Rowe, who's been on a roll. Anyways, odds for this one, Marcel. Neil Magny's favored. He is minus uh, minus 165, plus 140, Phil Rowe. Who are you picking in this one, man? You go first. Okay, so this is an interesting fight. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, at first, I was thinking about Phil Rowe as a dog. That's what I was thinking because he's got such big power. I've been picking him as a dog. I've been picking all his fights, I think, the last couple, and he's been knocking guys out and – He's looked great. He's looked outstanding. But I still think there's a hole with the grappling. We saw that against uh, Ryan Cossey in that first round before he gassed. And then against uh, even Jason Witt took him down, right? So there's a hole in the grappling, I think. Um, you know, Mandy's got, I think, a big advantage in the grappling. And that's why I have to pick him here still in the fight. Even though I think he's on the decline now. Um, even though I think, you know, he's chinny a little bit and he could get dropped. I, I, he's still a veteran with so much experience. Fought so many guys. He's... 37 fights compared to 13, and and again fought you know title challengers, former champions. Um, I do again. I think he's on a decline. I'll be looking to fade him at some point, but this isn't a fight. I don't think. I, I think I think he's going to take down Phil Rowe and just go grapple him. Maybe get a submission, but at the very least, just win a decision here. And that's what Neil Magny special by decision, right? So you might be able to get Neil Magny by decision at like even money. I mean, that's what he's been doing his whole career. It could be a good bet. So. Maggie by by either decision or maybe Smith's to row, but I, I think he wins. I I have to go with that experience, man. What do you think? Grappling is the way in this fight for Maggie, man. I think um, I think Phil Rowe's stand up is pretty decent, you know, uh, <clears throat> and that's the way he could cap, catch Maggie. I have to drink something. Gotta... It's okay. Yeah, I agree with Marcel though. It's true, <coughs> man. Holy. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm still feeling bad. <clears throat> what the hell? Uh, yeah. Long story short, uh, I'm picking Magny. I think he wins. Can he submit them? Maybe, but I think you get, he wins a decision. Yeah, I, I agree. So, uh, a couple comments here. Magny beats Rowe. Magny's one of the worst matchups. Could catch him. Magny's a step down for Rowe. Step up for Rowe, excuse me. Yes, absolutely. Magny's still a good fighter, guys. Don't don't write him off. I mean, listen, he, fought, he lost to Burns. He lost to, you know, Shavkat. Like, he's still good. He beat... They, the Dan Rodriguez fight showed me he's still good. Like, he controlled him and then dominated him on the ground and submitted him. Like, he's still a good fighter. You know, again, he's he's a little bit chinny. He could get caught. You never know. But, uh, yeah, I think he wins the fight. And, um, I, I, you know, I think there, there could be value on him here. You know, he's only a small favorite, and there's a lot of things that go in his favor, right? Phil Rose got a puncher's chance for sure, but Magny's should be the better fighter here. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. This opens up the main card, guys, and this is a fun one. We got Brendan Allen taking on Bruno Silva in middleweight. <laughs> great, great fight. Um, awesome fight. Brendan Allen, minus 175. Bruno Silva, plus 150. Striker grappler. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, convinced on this one, to be honest, you know. Uh, Bruno Silva got a, got a puncher's chance in this fight, I think. Um, Brendan Allen is smart. He gets it to the ground as soon as possible. Um, and I think he will. Um, I feel like Brandon Allen is really coming into himself. You know, he's really uh, getting that the thing going. That he, he was always like uh, the guy who is coming up, who is a talent, but is still still a talent. You know, for a very long time he was still a talent, but 
he's short against Muniz, man, that he has really got like grown in his own game, in my opinion. Um, I'm taking Allen. I'm taking him with a submission win in the second round. Yeah, I'm picking him too. But again, I, I Bruno Silva's man got crazy power. Could put his lights out, man. I mean, draw. Even though I think the stoppage is a bit quick, it's very still dropped a guy that has like an iron chain. I get it. Like that guy's taking a lot of damage too, but still very impressive. And you know, the other wins were all by brutal knockout. But again, you know, the grappling is a concern. Got submitted by Mirshar. Got dropped and then submitted. Cardio's a bit of a concern as well. I think he's a pretty good fighter, man. I definitely give him a puncher's chance in this fight. But uh, Brandon Allen, like you said, Marcel has looked outstanding lately with the ground game, especially. Like for me, it's like that Manu's fight because. It was just so impressive against a guy who's really a grappler. He just completely out grappled her. And I have to pick him, but I'm just saying, like, I think the other guy's got a puncher's chance. So, right now, it's both his losses are by knockout in the UFC, right? He's uh, his chain. He's not. He's not the most durable guy. But uh, the, the again, I, I can't. I can't count his chin being there or not. I but I can count on him grappling, and I do think he'll be able to get Bruno down and. And again, Bruno's take on even 71%. It's not great, you know. It's not it's not good enough, I don't think. So Brandon Allen, what do you what are you saying? Third round submission, Marcel? Second, third round? Is that what you're thinking? Second third round submission, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> something like that. That's what I'm thinking too. So I'll take it. Craig, what's up, man? Glad to have you in the chat. It's a guy from uh James's uh Discord. Uh James Lips Discord, the uh from the Patreon. If you guys aren't in that join, it's a lot of fun to talk about fights. But a lot of you guys are anyways. Um yes, he's only twenty seven. Actually, I would like to see him uh, rematch Strickland because if I'm not mistaken, it was short notice, um, right? Wasn't it short notice? I can't remember. Uh, for for Sean, was that, wasn't it? I'm not sure anymore, dude. Long, it long, long, long. People like to fade out because he didn't look great against the fight with Albi. Well, he did finish him, but you're right. Um, he didn't look great. Let me just double check that. I want to see who he's supposed to fight. I know the Curtis was short notice, I think. But... It was... Um... Oh, he was supposed to fight... Oh, just to fight Ian Heinish. Heinish tested positive, and Sean Strickland Where, filled it on short notice. At where's Ian Heinish? I don't know. It went 195 pound catch weight, so that wasn't even a middleweight fight, but still, um, it's worth noting, Marcel. Anyways, um, mm -hmm. next fight here, guys. Uh, this one's interesting. Yeah, really I love interesting. David Onama returns to the cage since for the first time since the James Krause betting scandal against uh, Gabriel Santos, who's a really good prospect here featherweight division odds for this one are very interesting too so right now do you know what the odds are i'm just asking you do you know what they are i would say that gabriel santos is the slight favorite i would think yeah so onama <laughs> opened as the favorite marshall like minus 240 or something like that now it's basically flipped now it's minus 230 santos plus 195 onama so it's the odds went like this what do you think about that though so you said you'd be favored so i guess you're going to pick him to win the fight or or what do you think yeah man? okay um if you look at Onama's, uh, Onama's a fun fighter, don't get me wrong, you know. But, uh, man, that, that, that Landwehr fight, it was a super fun fight, you know. But um, I, I don't know, man. He, he's like the guy who I really think a lot of, you know. I think he's really good. But at the same time, um, yeah, I remember his cardio didn't really hold up, you know. Um, Santos... I really like Santos' performance on short notice against Leroy Murphy last time out. You know, I really thought, I actually thought he should have won the fight. To be really honest, I don't know how you think about it, but I think he should have fought. Should have won. Yes, the fight I thought I, I scored the fight for him against Leroy Murphy, who I think got a little bit yeah. lucky there with that decision, personally. But yeah, and he's a really he's a spectacular fighter if you see him fight. You know, he's a fun fighter to watch. He's still super young. Um, Dude, I'm picking Gabriel Santos, man. Not even picking with a finish. I think he finishes on a second round TKO or something. You know, I'm picking Santos here. Yeah. So my initial thought was was Onama, right? As a as a huge dog, because like I think the odds are they're a little wide in my opinion. But I still, you know, Marcel, I had I went back and rewatched this the uh, the Murphy fight. This guy's fucking legit. Man, he's good. He's really and Odama's a good striker, right? But the ground game is a little questionable, as we've seen. He can get taken down. Um, mm -hmm. and the cardio, I think, is a little bit of a concern too. Whereas I know Santos, man, he's gonna come hard for those three rounds. Um, I do like Onama. I kind of feel like the whole thing with Kraus and having I don't even know what camp he's at, by the way, because I can't it, his Instagram is nothing. Uh, he I, I think he's a factory X, but I'm not sure. Well, that's a good move for him. I don't see anything on his Instagram, so I'm, or it says Factory X now. I apologize. It does say that. I was looking at the pictures, though. Okay, so you're right. Factory X, I mean, that's a good move for him, you know, I think, right? Like, that's a good gym at elevation. 
Um, but it's a striking-based gym again, right? Striking-based gym. It's not a grappling-based gym. I think Santos takes him down. I think, you know, this guy is proven Onama that he's defense submissions and stuff. So I think it goes to three, but uh, Santos wins. And again, I, you know, although I do feel the odds are a little bit heavy, he, he is the better fighter, I think, overall. And he should win this fight. He's a good prospect, man. Very interesting prospect. Uh, a couple comments here. Um, being Santos, even I'll be... Oh, yeah, Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Well, Santos got robbed against Murphy, and Onama's a lot of skill than Murphy. But Onama's power. Yeah, he's he's got a chance to talk about. No, Glory. Um, Glory's Glory, not I'm a man of fitness. It's not a gym anymore, though. No, but he, uh, he maybe he thought he was talking about Glory kickboxing, but talking about the gym. Oh, no, no. We're talking about the old gym that James Cross ran. It's not a gym <clears> anymore, right? All the guys left. Mm -hmm. Onama has that dog in him. He does. He does. He's going to fight for your money, too. But I like Santos. I think he's the better fighter, man. I think he's the more skilled fighter, more overall um, – better grappler and and that's you know obviously huge all right let's go to the next fight here we got the uh, heavyweight special marcel on the main card two unranked heavyweights as justin toffa takes on austin lane the fight was supposed to be in the prelims they moved it up right now justin toffa minus 170 austin lane plus 145 say right now i'm picking uh, justin toffa to knock out austin lane in the first round uh i just think the striking is in, in his favor i think he's got the better chin as well um austin lane's got a nice win streak going he's a big dude for this division but I can't get that Greg Hardy fight on my head, man. He's also an older guy, a lot older. I think Toff is just way more skilled. Um, even though, you know, this guy's a big dude with power, um, he's obviously got a punch of Shantae's not alone. I think Toff is way more skilled with the uh, technical striking. I think he catches him with, like, a counter coming in, uh, knocks him out in the first round. That's my pick. Toff by knockout. You? It's super disrespectful that Austin Lane gets like the A side of this of this fight. You know, it doesn't make sense. I understand why because he was like a defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars or something. You know, that's why. Yeah. I mean, what has that to do with it? You know, uh, just Justin Tafa has been in the UFC for some time. Austin Lane making his debut. Why is the A? So he's the A side. He's gonna get knocked out, man. Um, yeah. Justin Tafa first round knockout for me as well, man. I, I'd be. Yep. I mean. This is like, and no disrespect to the guy, but it's kind of a low-level heavyweight fight, and Justin Tafa got the power to knock him out, so I'm going with Tafa here. Yeah, you know what? You're right. He did play for the Jaguars, and like they're in Jacksonville. It just makes sense to put him like in a prominent spot, but you're right. It's like disrespectful because this guy has like, what, no fights in the UFC, and he got yeah, knocked it's like, Cardio contender. It's what <laughs> they did with Braxton Smith against Parker Porter, where Parker Porter also was yeah. like the blue corner. <laughs> I, I don't understand these things. Braxton Smith, who's not in the UFC anymore. A um, couple other comments here. Yeah, a lot of favorites in the card. I agree. Speaking of Crouch, do you guys think will happen in jail time? I have no idea. Picky Lane by knockout. Last time Tom fought someone that lost to Hardy, got face planted. Yeah. He's got a puncher's chance, dude. He's a huge heavyweight. Of course he's got a puncher's chance. But quick toilet bait then for this fight. Um, I, I think I think it's going to be a knockout here. I think Glenn, but uh, it's not... Wow, like, man, imagine how ugly this fight would get if it went to the third round. It would just be like, it won't get there, though. They won't have the gas. They won't, like, Lane won't have the gas, I don't think. I agree with this. Toffa knocks him out. Toffa, yeah, Toffa wins. All right, next fight here, guys. We've got uh, co-main event, Marcel <laughs> Macy Barber taking on Amanda Hibas. And the odds for this one have Amanda Hibas. Another one of our favorites here, Marcel, by the way, in the podcast. Amanda minus 200, plus 170 on uh, Macy. What do you think about this one? Because honestly... Uh, I feel like it's competitive, man. You know, Barber has been better than I thought lately, like winning these fights that I don't think she should win the scorecards, but the judges like her style for whatever reason and hasn't been like super impressive, but she is a big, strong girl. Like, can she just press Rebus against the fence? I don't know. What do you think, man? For real, dude, if she wins another split decision, suck my dick, dude. I mean, <laughs> what, the what, what the hell? It's like... Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, it's like <laughs> I, I I don't see it happening to be honest. I think Amanda Ribas is is overall a better fighter, definitely. Where Barber is normally good on the ground, I think Ribas is better. You know what I mean? Stand up, yeah. I think Ribas still has a, has a learning curve there. I think Barber maybe is a little bit better there. I'm not sure even. But nah, man, I I, I pick Ribas. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick Barber. I think Ribas wins a decision um, by being better on the ground. Yeah. I think Rebus should be favored here slightly. I have her like a minus one fifty favorite. I, I minus two hundred. I can't get there myself because I feel like it's going to be really competitive. I think it does hit the scorecards. I know how bad the judges are in Florida too. They're not good, so I see it as a really competitive fight. I, and and honestly, like Barber doesn't match up that badly with Rebus. 
Um, it's a win-win for the UFC, right? Either Hibas wins, and you know she's obviously marketable, and so is Barber. So it's a good, it's a good matchup. Hibas, you know, I think has shown like some evolution with the striking, right? We've seen that. Um, it's getting better, um, but I still feel like you know she's been dropped a few times for Saul. I don't trust her chin completely, so I have some like doubts about her a little bit. But again, she should be the better grappler. She should be able to get this fight to the ground at some point. You know, win minutes with control, and and even on the feet, like you said, hang. So. Yeah, close fight. I think he was by decision, but I think Barber's got a chance, guys. I'm going to stay away from this one. It might happen, dude. It could happen with Barber winning another decision. The judges love her so much. Even Alvin Romanov. Oh, yeah, they're ranked in their first fight. That's funny. Don't think it's top five material, but I do think she can beat someone like Barber. Probably. Probably. We'll see what happens. All right. Last fight, or the main event, excuse me, it's uh, Ilya Tapuria taking on Josh Edmund, featherweight fight, five rounds. Man, what a what a great fight! Uh, awesome matchup, but uh, there's a reason why Tapuri is favored here, Marcel. Minus three twenty, plus two sixty five. Josh Emmett, Tapuri is going to win this fight. This is this is a great matchup for him, I think. Man, catching Josh Emmett at such a great time in his career, Marcel. Josh Emmett's thirty eight, dude. He's he's getting up there in age. Tapuri, twenty six. Huge power. Um, great ground game submissions. I think he finishes him, man. I really do. I'm convinced he finishes him. And I know I know you're picking Tapuri by finish too. So I'm going to ask you. I'm going to take submission. You're taking the submission or knockout. What are you picking? Ilya drops Emmett and submits him in the first round. That's what I think. It's Same pick. Be. Ilya by submission. Like, I have no doubt he wins this fight. I'm, I'm going to be shocked, guys. Actually, this one will shock me. I'd be very, very shocked if Josh Emmett won this fight this stage of his career. And mm-hmm. I know you would too, right? You feel the same way, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So and now you, you see it. What happened probably? <laughs> Josh gets, Josh gets what, drops him and knocks him out or something. Yeah, I just think again he's just catching at a good time. We just saw him get submitted. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Josh and, is crazy power though, you know. And, and Ilya's submission game is like much better than Jair's, in my opinion. You know, yeah. so yeah, and you cannot do MMA, Matt. I know, but yeah, I'm also on Tapuria. We we both off super high on Tapuria here, so yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's great. I'm glad <laughs> he didn't uh, stay at lightweight. I mean, that would yeah. have been just such a bad decision. So yeah, he's gonna win for sure. Banger. Yeah, I feel like that was such a that was the easiest fight to break down almost. Like I'd be very surprised, guys, if Emmett won. He's got power, but the takedown defense isn't good really, and, and Tapuri just got great great uh, overall skills. He wins for sure. That's true what Glenn says, by the way. Yeah, for sure. He's I just looked at his stats too. I mean, he had what six straight fights with a knockdown or something. Like he's got crazy power. But again, you know, I I think like that cater fight, very, very competitive. Most people thought he lost though. And then Rodriguez, again, you know, landed a good punch, but on the ground, Marcel, he got pretty schooled there. So, yeah. Ref Emmett knocked him the fuck out. It's possible. But again, at age 38, I don't know. Are we going to see two fighters with like a 10-year age gap winning the main events back-to-back? I don't see that happening either, you know, with, with Candier and then and then here with Emmett. I don't see it happening. I think this this is a setup fight, man. This is a setup for the UFC. Does Tapir get the winner of Yolkin, Volkin fight? Yeah, here. Maybe. If he knocks him out, it's possible. Right? Or submits him? Very possible. Would you pick between Yair and Ilya? I would honestly... Yeah. I, well, I have to, yeah, I would right now too, but we'll see how the fight goes. You know, let's see how it goes. Yeah, but right now I would pick Ilya. I'm sorry. The books don't want to give out free money in Ilya. I don't think I don't want to say it's free money, but like I like I think the odds are fair, man, personally. Like I would I think he should be even a four to one favorite here, personally. Um I think Tapuria plays Nam's game better. Wouldn't be surprising MK wasn't maybe. Possible. Marcel, are you there? Your your camera's not working, bud. Yeah, my camera is acting like a bitch, but I don't know what's up. Maybe it's Who's, like it's Someone's asking who Yair's manager is. Does he even have a manager or is he doing it himself? I can't remember. I don't know. It's I think it's Upgrade MMA. Uh, up, up, upgrade MG or something. All right, cool. All right, anything else for UFC uh, Jacksonville? Or are, you, are you good? I'm good. Do you see me? Or don't no, you I don't me? see you. That's okay. Don't worry. We're almost on the podcast. just want to get your quick thoughts on PFL, guys. We'll just do really quick PFL. You there? Okay, I can see you now. All right. Can you see up. me now? Can you see me now? <laughs> I can. All right, let's pull up PFL. We'll do this really fast, guys. Um, give you guys some bonus content here. Hope you guys enjoyed the UFC Jacksonville pre- uh, preview. Let's see how it goes. Again, I think most of the favorites win, but a couple dogs in the bark. All right, Olivia Auburn, Mercier against Anthony Romero. Uh, Mercier wins. He's a big favorite. He wins. I know you're picking him too. Oh, this is like uh, this is like hardcore porn for you, right? Canadian against Canadian against. Dude, Canadian it's like Canadian. they shouldn't do this, man. Like this is just like yeah, you have two of the. Well, yeah, you know, a prospect, do you, you know. Do you get a stiffy when that happens? I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think it oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. like Johan Lainess against Mike Mawad. That was Canadian and Canadian violence there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sadabusi against Shane Mitchell. Sadabusi wins this fight, right? Yeah, I would think so. 
Shane Burgos wins this. This is a setup fight. Shane wins. Don't even have to ask me. Yeah. Magomed beats uh, Tawada. Finishes him probably. Yeah. Um, Umalatov wins, right? Well, this guy's uh, undefeated yeah. too. Who is this guy? Nabe Nab Lopez. Who is this? Najib Lopez. He's no undefeated. Idea. Okay, Lux Fight League. That's a pretty good promotion. He has a couple notable wins. Not really. Nothing crazy. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Uh, Umalatov should win. Play yeah. Collard should win, right? Against Stevie Ray, yes. Uh, how about this one? Carlos Diallo against Delano Taylor. Uh, Delano Taylor was in the, in the finale last time. Yeah. Huh? But they can lay out as well there. Yeah. Nathan Schultz against uh, Schultz. That's, that's a fun one, man. Why is that so buried in the prelims? This should be made No part. idea. No idea. Uh, I'll take Nathan Schultz by decision. Who picking? Yeah, Nathan Schultz. Yeah, me as well. I'll take Alex Martinez here. Yeah, fight. same. Uh, Solomon Renfro, I'm going to take in this one. I haven't been too impressed by Al Salali. Yeah. The uh, Zerker, King, yeah. Zercher, that's the guy that's friends. That's famous King. Yeah, and I don't know the guys in the first fight, to be honest. What country is that? What flag is that? That's Saudi Arabia. Oh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. What's his name? Abdullah Al... Al-Qatani. Who is that's this a guy? That's a pretty well-growing name. I know a lot of fo football players named Al-Qatani in Saudi Arabia. So. Coming in off a loss, though. That's very bizarre they would sign him, right? And who's this yeah. dude? Is he coming? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a setup fight for the other guy. But anyway, I don't really know these dudes. I'll, clear, I'll close that up. <sighs> All right, Marcel. We'll just get to the last couple comments here, guys. We're going to finish sure, it. I'm, I'm talked out. Uh, less than 36 hours in the UFC. Paris goes on sale. Only one no fight. Any rumors, Marcel? Any rumors? Can you give some rumors on Marcel? I think we know, you know, I'll be honest, out of, out of full, like, disclosure, me and Marcel do know, like, a few fights coming up, but I can't see them. I've been sworn in secrecy. There's some interesting fights coming up. Can you give it, can you give the people anything? Though? Can you give them a hint? We can, we can give a small hint. There is a fight on that card that you absolutely don't expect, and it's pretty high caliber, but that's the only thing I can say. All I'm going to say is someone switching weight classes. How about that? Yeah. I can say that, right? There's yeah. A, there's a, there's that someone pretty Nothing away here. Yeah, we're, yeah, there's something. There's someone that's an interesting fighter that's switching weight classes, and I think you guys will like the fight. Just, I really want to say it, but, but I'm not going to because I, I told, I told, yeah, I said I wouldn't, and I'm not going to. But I think that's a good hint, and it gets you guys thinking. All right. Uh, anyways, Marcel, I want to end the podcast, so I'm pretty much done. Is there anything else you want to say, man? Are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. Um, yeah, uh, I think it was a fun podcast. You know. Uh, oh yeah. And yeah, thanks for I like mean, sticking with me with guys with the uh, the technical issues there. I apologize for that, but uh, you know you can't control that sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, um, looking forward to it. Yeah. I think there there will definitely people are now asking. Yeah, I think there will be some French fighters on the card. I think Farisee almost wants to be on the card uh, if he uh, if he uh, if he, after he fights uh, because he got the fight booked against uh, Jai Herbert in, in London. So he probably wants to be on the card. You got the uh, William Gobi will be on the card. Abdul Abdurragimov is still not signed by the UFC as far as I know, but hopefully he will be. Taylor Lapolis got signed actually last year to fight on the Paris card, got injured. He's probably be on the card. So yeah, and I think Ibafov will be on the card as well. So you think they'll do the rematch with Curtis or you don't think he'll be ready? Mm, I don't know, maybe. I don't really need to see it again, but hey, if they want to, why not? Yeah, that's true. Eh? It was kind of like going in the, the wrong direction for our pick, which was, uh, yeah, that was, that, I think we would have lost that pick, Marcel, to be honest with you. Uh, anything else you want to say? Or are, you, are you good? Any, any other questions? I'm good, anything man. else you want to answer? You're good to go? Yeah, me too. Um, all right, guys. I appreciate you ever tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. Talk about UFC uh, Jacksonville recap, and then we'll preview the uh, UFC uh, fight night, Magomedov, and, and Strickland card. Um, talk to you guys later, and have a great week, everyone. Peace. Enjoy the fights.